Hello. And Happy New Year. And welcome back to the John Rogers Talk Show. The podcast that doesn't know what it is yet. It's uh, just gone 20 past three. Today, Monday, day, uh, what day is this today? Fifteenth, uh, Monday the fifteenth, January, twenty twenty four. Cold but gorgeous day, and Bonnie Dog and I are out for a walk. And you're coming with us. So thanks for joining us. I was going to go down to the Turlock, and it's probably quite foolish of me not to, because it's so beautiful down there, but I'm just not in the mood today. Uh, like I said, it's cold, and um, I don't know. So we'll walk the loop instead. Let's go this way, pup. Okay, so, today kind of stunk up on me. Um, I had planned on the run-up to Christmas that uh, I would uh, take a break from uh, recording this Monday pod, this John Rogers talk show, uh, for a few weeks over Christmas. And um, we kind of, like a lot of people, we rejoined the world uh, last week. But um, I only was working all day last Monday. So I decided to put off restarting this uh, until today. So, so nonetheless, this kind of snuck up on me. And this morning, as I was kind of back at my desk properly for the first time, and I was planning the day, and I thought, yeah, around three o'clock, I'll head off out with Bonnie, record the pod, and then it hit me, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And... um I think before Christmas in the... uh, I've even lost count of how many episodes it is we've done. Is this six or seven or something like that? And... uh, Where was I? Hi, how are you? So... um, There's a neighbor out walking uh, on a phone call. Not sure do I keep that in or not. And here comes a car. Come on. Come here. Sit. Good girl. Okay, so. um, Where was I? Yeah. Uh, I can't. It's only... Late last year, but I can't remember. Uh, did I always make a plan in the run-up to a recording, or did I kind of uh, just wing it? It's kind of mad to think that I can't even remember uh, how I was doing this before Christmas. Um, 
Now this is, you know, January is the start of a new year. It's often when we make our resolutions and, well, I'm not really one for doing that, to be honest, but new year is a time to take stock and, you know, look at things, the things we do and um, recommit to good ideas and, you know, maybe re-examine why we do things. So... Like I said, I've only a small number of these recorded. But nonetheless, it's, it might be no harm to have a look again as to um, why I'm doing this. Why am I making a podcast? And also, something that's kind of on my mind is there are certain things that I would like to talk about, but I'm nervous about talking about them in public because they're personal. Things like my state of mind. For instance, today I felt pretty... I don't. I, I. I wouldn't say I felt pretty down, but I. I. I felt down today, and I'm still feeling it right now. Um. But I have. A. I'm very cautious about oversharing. No, there are only a handful of people, who, as far as I know, are listening to this, the John Rogers talk show on a semi-regular basis, so it's not like I'd be sharing with the entire world but even that uh, it's still a public sharing of personal stuff and I'm cautious about that because well, for a few reasons so yeah, let's get into this for a minute because one of the, the reasons why I do this is that I'm a verbal processor. I figure things out by saying them out loud. So uh, I spend a lot of time talking to myself anyway. And I need... I, 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 I spotted late last year that... Um, I don't get out of the house enough. I don't get outside enough. And I don't walk the dog enough. So, um, setting myself this uh, task of recording an hour-long pod every Monday means that that's at least one day of the week where I have to get out for a whole hour and bring the dog for a walk. And... So that's part of why I'm doing this. So figuring things out loud. So let's 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 see if we can figure this out. I uh, I'm caught. I'm nervous about oversharing for a number of reasons. First off, um, especially in a very public way. Again, <laughs> I'm not a madman. I know that there's hardly anybody listening to this, but who knows? Someday it may take off. I think it's fair to say that it is a desire that of mine that it will take off that it'll grow some form of listenership uh, and so it's a public sharing of personal stuff and uh, I have a concern about that I wonder and I certainly don't know what's right or wrong here or what's, what's, what's the best thing for us all to do. But I have a concern that we are oversharing. Um, as a society, no. 
who is the we in that uh, situation. For now, let's just talk about any and all of us who are online, who use social media. The, the worry I have is that we're not leaving a gap. And listen, I'm really figuring this out now, so forgive me if this doesn't make a lot of sense yet because it, this, these are tenuous or, or, or very vague ideas in my mind, but here goes. So I worry that we're not leaving a gap between us, between the individual self and the rest of the world. Uh, um, this is going to, might sound like a very strange example, but uh, one of the things I do every week that brings me joy is I watch University Challenge, the um, quiz show on BBC. Uh, I really enjoy it. And sometimes after an episode, I'll go on the dreaded X that was Twitter uh, just to see what people have to say about um, an episode. Side note, I don't do that too much anymore because that... Oh, man, I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. I was already for the last few years, getting quite tired of Twitter. But since uh, the regime change and its um, change into something else, it's gotten even worse. And this thing of going online to see what people had to say about a certain episode of University Challenge... Uh, the amount of negativity and whinging and giving out just makes me realize, oh, that's not a that's not a party I want to go to anymore at all. Um, and yet, uh, I'm missing something. I'm missing some sort of adult contact in my life. I'm missing, and here's that word, community, uh, and that lack of community that I that I that I that I am struggling with is a big part of why I'm doing this pod. But to circle back to one, oh, to circle back, I can't believe I just said that. Hang on, here comes the car again. Sit, good girl. Uh. Okay, by the way, sorry for all the sniffs. I know it's kind of disgusting, and especially if you're listening to this on headphones. Uh, what can I say? Walking outside in cold weather, any sort of exertion, especially for somebody like me who's not really in great shape. Um, I'm not a terrible shape, but I'm certainly not as fit as I was when I was younger. Um, yeah, it... It causes, it causes a runny nose. So, anyway, sorry about that. Oh, this is a real meandering uh, uh, talk show episode. Where was I? So, yes, yeah, so I crave community. Uh, and how can I be part of a community if I don't share myself? So, I'll come back to that later. But, but that's the thing about X that was Twitter. It's becoming more and more obvious to me that it's not the best place to go looking for um, for community. Sit. Sit. Good girl. But I went on it a few weeks ago after an episode of University Challenge. And there was a lot of talk uh, after this particular episode about a particular contestant uh, on... One of the teams was a young woman who was quite, well, quite beautiful, quite gorgeous. And 
one comment was that I can't quite rem- exactly remember the wording of it, and I can't remember the, the contestant's name, so let's call her Jane. Uh, Jane uh, really needs. This is what the, the 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 tweet read. Something along the lines of Jane really needs to. Share her makeup routine. That was it. Yeah. And because she had quite. Uh, she had done a really good job in her makeup, basically. This is the reason why this person was saying that. But when I read that, I kind of. I recoil. And my immediate response to that statement was Jane really doesn't and shouldn't share her makeup routine it was almost an instinctive reaction to this person's suggestion and the reason for that was I think a sense that not everything needs to be shared especially in the in the public forum so so this look look I'm not I hope I'm not overreacting here as I have a tendency to do but this is me thinking out loud so the person's suggestion was that this young woman go on YouTube or whatever or TikTok or whatever and do a sort of a uh, makeup tutorial on her look which you know YouTube and TikTok and, and Instagram and and the internet is full of these sort of tutorials. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Except that this time, it just hit me that... Not... Maybe this would work better if I put it as a, as a question rather than a statement. Does everything need to be shared? Is there not a benefit to not sharing everything? This ability to share things so oh my god am i aware of the irony of well i was going to say i'm aware of the irony of uh making a public podcast while i question the um the the benefit of of sharing everything publicly but i just remember that's the the point of me having this conversation with myself is that I'm, I'm asking that question of myself. You know, what should be shared and what what should not be shared. So back to this proposed tutorial, makeup tutorial. You know, this young woman had a look, and it worked. It was. It was brilliant. Hello, how are you? It was it was brilliant. And and this ability uh, for uh, that this this opportunity we now have all of us that can afford access to the internet via you know the ability to afford you know quality tech like a smartphone or a laptop or whatever. Uh, and, you know, being able to afford access to internet provider and all of that. That, that provides us an ability to share things publicly on a global scale really quickly in a way that is very, very new for the human race. And, and we're kind of splurging on this new toy, which is understandable. But I feel now that, as a community, we're starting to go, oh, hang on a second now. Not everything needs to be shared. Do we need to share everything? And that, so, if we go back to this person with her incredible makeup, before the internet and before social media you know 
young woman arrived on television or at a party or whatever and her makeup was superb then the the idea let's say of her uh, sending in a step-by-step tutorial with photos let's say to the newspaper or whatever would have been insane but also uh, there's a there's a wonderful I think there's a wonderful allure there's a there's a mystery there's a little frisson of mystery uh, in how does she do that how does she look so well uh, and if we share everything, we close that gap between the individual and the world, and therefore we extinguish any and all uh, mystery. We close the gap. And there is no space then left for any unknown. And in that, there is a, there, there is, there's no place then to, to play. There's no place Therefore, there's no place for uncertainty. That uh, far from fully formed idea or notion uh, is 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 part of the reason why I am nervous about oversharing publicly about private things. But there's another reason um, why I'm nervous or cautious about oversharing. That Okay, so the, the the thing I talked about there, the thing that I haven't quite figured out for myself yet, the thing that I feel like I'm on the precipice of figuring out that that gap, that that space for mystery, that that space to be playful and to to get it wrong. That I think is a good reason why we should hold some of it back. And by the way. I think that idea of not everything needs to be shared, actually, I think it might have come to me about a year ago from, uh, oh my God, I've forgotten her name. Is it Esther Perez? Esther Perel? She's French, if I remember correctly. She wrote a book called Mating in Captivity, which is a book about relationships, about marriage, about monogamy, about non-monogamy, about about sex. Here comes another neighbor with a dog. Okay, hang on, Bonnie. You need to sit. Sit. Good girl. Now, we'll let these guys go by. Um, Oh, it's a lovely little puppy. It's gorgeous. Hello, how are you? Oh, gorgeous little pup. Six? My God. She's so young looking. <laughs> um, so Esther, something or other, who wrote uh, Mating in Captivity. Crow is laughing at me. 
for not being able to remember the woman's name. Yeah, yeah, crow, whatever. Uh, so, I learned from um, reading some of that book. By the way, I didn't finish that book. Let's talk another time about the books I can finish and the books I struggle to finish. Uh, hers is a good book, but like a lot of non-fiction uh, I struggled with the length of her book I found that she repeated herself a lot and I I come across this a lot in books that are God help me I don't want to say self-help because that's that that would be an insult to mating in captivity it's a book at a higher level than one of these stupid books that promise you easy fixes but nonetheless it's uh it's one of those books that i really wish she'd get to the point a little faster whoa that's 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 I feel a bit dumb saying that, I have to say. I feel a bit silly saying that. Like, who the hell am I to <laughs> criticize anybody? Uh, considering I've, the fact that I have started many a times of writing a book, I've yet to finish any of them. Uh, but nonetheless, I didn't finish her book. But the point I'm getting at is that In this book, she explains that for a married couple, you don't have to share everything. Uh, in fact, she highly recommends that you don't. And before I read that, and before I read her reasoning for, for this argument... I would have been the sort that says, "Oh, yeah, I, 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 I tell my wife everything," and and, and I'd be, would have been honest, honest in that. Uh, thinking that that was, you know, that 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 full dis- disclosure, that full sharing, no secrets whatsoever. Looking back on it now, I, it's it's amazing how I didn't spot the problem with that. But anyway, at the time, I until I read this thing from mating in captivity I thought that was the obvious way to be in in a marriage or in a relationship Um, you share everything you know secrets are uh, um, secrets are a danger to a marriage let's say And one of the great things about that book, Mating in Captivity, and this is why I love, to the day I die, I love learning stuff. I love, I love finding out I'm wrong. There's a great excitement. I, I, I really love the thrill of finding out, my God, was I wrong about that? Uh, yeah, anyway, her argument... is that secrets aren't a danger to a marriage. In fact, the attempt to eradicate all secrets is the danger. Because if a couple overshare, then the, the two individuals merge into this one sort of... <sighs> I don't want to say blob... Because she didn't say blah, but merge into something else. And that uh, humans aren't meant to live that way. And that if we lose um, all sense of ourselves as individuals, that doesn't um, provide for greater intimacy. It actually threatens um, one's ability to be intimate because 
and looking back at it again, it's so obvious because one needs one's self. One needs to be strong in one's individual skill, as a skin, to be the best version of yourself. And it's only by being the best version of yourself that one is able to be really intimate with one's lover. Okay, so that's really made me go wow when when I read that and so uh, and so it is I think between the individual and society between the individual and one's community either in real life or online Um, if if everything is shared does that not then erase the individual if there's no gap between me and the rest of the world then I no longer truly exist that's 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 the point I think I think I'm trying to make um And added to that is another concept that I learned only in the last uh, what five years, maybe more, is that not everything needs to be expressed. Not every idea or thought needs to be expressed. And that's very difficult for somebody like me who loves the sound of my own voice, but also figures things out by speaking them out loud. Uh, not every idea needs to be expressed. Because I know we've got a beautiful horse coming, so Manny, you're gonna have to come come back to me now. Um, because often we find ourselves expressing ourselves in order to try and change somebody else's opinion on something, and that is rarely as helpful. <laughs> As one might imagine. Sit. So that's the other reason why I question the benefit of all this sharing that we're doing. Huh. The mysterious disappearing horse. Or maybe it's a magic horse that um, turned into a field. Boom, boom. That joke is free to you um, dear listener anyway so kind of gone a bit foggy again where was it so the the yeah so not everything needs to be shared because if you overshare You'll lose that gap between you and the rest of the world. And also, not everything needs to be expressed. And the other, I think, issue with a lot of this social media sharing is that there appears to me to be not a lot of questions being asked. There's a lot of statements. There's a lot of truths being given out some of which are more true than others uh, but they um, the truths the, the, the lack of questioning I think that's a bit of a problem more and more I um, coming to the conclusion that the three most important words in the English language and I apologize if I'm repeating myself if I've already said this in a previous episode but that the three most important words in the English language aren't I love you the three most important words in the English language are 
I don't know. Because that's the other thing that I think is happening with this closing of the gap. Is that there seems to be less and less space for uncertainty. I don't know. I don't know. The three most important words. Uh, the words that... That ensure discovery. Ensure... Uh, growth are I don't know the next three most important words in English language are I need help or please help me another three important words are I am sorry and another three very important words are I forgive you anyway I'm getting kind of off on a tangent here so so those are reasons that I think are pretty valid reasons why we, all of us might want to slow down on the sharing online. Now, there's another reason uh, why I'm nervous about sharing. And it's to do with um, vulnerability and shame. Uh, now, my colleague, she's much more than that, but my colleague Sita, uh, told me about a writer, oh, feck it, I've forgotten their name as well, uh, this writer has a lot of interesting things to talk about, uh, to say about shame and vulnerability. And I think it was this writer. I should also point out that Ionia also has spoken to me about this writer and these ideas as well. But um, let's go. Uh, so one of the concepts that this writer looks at is is this idea of a... How did they put it? A, I think it's an something like an oversharing hangover, and I've experienced this, and it's a fecker. It's a real killer. So, what is it? So, <laughs> this is ironic because in order to explain what it is. I can I need to share something that I'm nervous that I feel vulnerable in sharing. So uh f- fuck it. Okay, here goes. The mad thing is is that more and more it's obvious to me that I'm not the only person. In fact, I'm not even sure I'm in the minority of humans in what I'm about to say. But it still feels very dangerous uh, saying this. Um, So I have struggled for a long time. Maybe, maybe for the vast majority of my life even, with... uh, with depression sometimes it's not too bad like how I am now sometimes it's hardly there at all and sometimes it gets pretty bad and I've worked on this on and off for the last for half of my life so from about the time I went to college up to now I have gotten help in different ways some of it some of the help was a lot better than some of the other help I received the help I've received let's say in the last five to ten years in particular have been has been much better than stuff I'd gotten before that that's partly because as I've gotten older 
I've gotten wiser about what it is I'm dealing with or going through. And so I'm probably more open to um, to getting help. But also, uh, I think just... There's no, no two ways about it. The quality of help I received earlier on... Uh, at the start, wasn't great. In fact, in many ways, it was worse than useless. I don't want to get into that right now, but maybe I should sometime. Anyway, my point is that the, the, the reason I mention this is that uh, one um, avenue of support that I accessed, which was helpful in ways, quite flawed in other ways, was a uh, a form of group therapy. Um, this is a long time ago now, when I think about it. This, this is... This could be 15 years ago, maybe even more. Um, the older I get, the faster time goes. There's no two ways about it. I'll, I'll, I'll get into that another time, but something insane happened. I think it was last year when I was updating my, my resume. Uh, I spotted something that just baked my mind altogether, but uh, I, I'll... I'll talk about that another time. Anyway, about 15 or more years ago, I was going to this uh, group. I'm not going to mention the group. I don't even know if it still exists, but I'm not going to mention it because um, looking back on it, I I felt it wasn't facilitated as uh, carefully as it could have been. Um, But... Uh, one of the things we did uh, as part of this group is that um, we went to a conference on mental health. Be quiet. On mental health. We went to a conference on mental health. And there were people there from lots of different organizations. Uh, There were people like myself, who were suffering from depression. There were other people who were uh, mental health care practitioners. There were other people who were volunteers. There was, uh, there, was a, there was a mix of people in the room. And um, there were a lot of different people in this room, in this function room in a hotel somewhere, I can't even remember where it was, somewhere in the country, uh, who were, you know, sharing their story or sharing uh, insight into the whole world of, of, of mental health and depression and so on. And um, and I shared I stood up and I said a few words about my own experiences. And uh, I think part of the conversation was what, what, what does society need? Like, what would be, what isn't, and this is a long list, what isn't the, the, the HSE, for example, doing uh, in the area of mental health that it could be? And I have let me tell you, thoughts on that subject, and I had thoughts on that subject that day, and I stood up and I shared a few things. But in doing so, I had to say to a room full of people who I didn't know, most of them, I had to say, you know, that I, (laughs) what I'm saying right now, God, I really, this, I'm really wondering if I'm going to press publish on this one later. But anyway, um, I had to say, I, you know, suffer from depression. Um, and it was like my, and I got to be careful here, I'm not co-opting language from something else, which is 
whole other area in life that I don't have first-hand experience of, but it was in ways my coming out moment. You know, it was my first real public statement of this. Of course, I was in a room full of people who had a similar condition. Good girl. So it kind of made sense. But afterwards, I was I was buzzing, by the way. I was absolutely buzzing. I felt like that was great. I'm so glad I did that. I, I have nothing to be ashamed of, which is true. Nothing at all to be ashamed of. And... And I'm, I'm glad I spoke and said what I said. Now, there was one guy in who was one of the facilitators of this uh, group that I was going to. Now, this guy was pretty good. This guy was one of, the, one of the better facilitators. And he said to me, he could see I was absolutely buzzing. And he said, uh, well done, man. Uh, but you just want to watch it when you get home this evening. Just be a little careful. Because you might, and in fairness now, he didn't say you will. He said you might drop. You might have a reaction to that moment. And how right he was. And I've learned since that that uh, reaction is like a hangover. It's, I can't remember the phrase that Sita and I only use and explain it to me, but let's just call it a shame hangover for now because that's what it is. You feel, I feel ashamed and then later I'm like, I feel ashamed of myself for sharing. I feel, uh, it doesn't make sense, but it, well, not to me anyway. Uh, it's starting to make sense because it's starting to be explained to me as to where it comes from and why. But, I feel stupid. I feel stupid afterwards. Uh, I would even go so far as to say that I feel a little bit... Here's a strong word, but I'm going to use it. I feel a little dirty afterwards. So... I've learned over the years to be careful of that. Why I have that reaction, I'm not sure. I'm starting to figure out why, but I don't need to know why to know that it's real and that's it's a bit of a fucker when it hits. And so it is another reason why I'm nervous about oversharing on this pod. <laughs> Again, I'm well aware of the irony that in trying to explain why I'm wary to overshare, I had to go and bloody, I don't want to say overshare, but share big time. I'll find out later. If I do publish this, I'll find out later whether or not I regret it. But let's look at that hangover again for a moment. Why does it happen? I'm starting to learn that it happens because... Um, in order to be able to share like that, you have to be vulnerable. And vulnerability, which, while it's bloody brilliant and essential for an artist, for instance, but also for anyone, it... It's not a very safe feeling. Uh... uh.
And shame is, I think, what is shame? I think it's a, it's, it's a byproduct of the defense system that um, that is a defense mechanism, if you will, uh, to protect us from that feeling of being vulnerable. <laughs> I'm not explaining this well at all. Um, uh, I wish I wish I had somebody on here and knew this better than me. And boom, there you go. That's that saying that reminds me. You know, a big part of what I want to do with this talk show is to start having people on with me, go for a walk with somebody, like Sita, for instance. Or lots of other people who I know who I think are really interesting and um, and chat about things. Not always things that might be as, you know, heavy as this stuff, but sometimes. But some of the conversations I would love to have, let's say, with somebody like... Uh, with anyone, like, for instance, is this thing that I'm trying to figure out right now. But I don't know how to do that without oversharing. Or is the solution to all of it to go, oh, fuck it. Fuck the hangover. Fuck the shame. Follow my gut. If I want to talk about something in public, I'll talk about it. Or is... Is it wiser to go, oh, no, hang on. Listen. Listen to the part of you that's saying... Hold back. Hang on. Don't, don't, don't jump. Don't jump right in there until you figure out why you want to do it. I don't know. I don't know. Like another thing, area that I would love to talk to people about is, uh, is the experience of being a parent. You know? And there are a lot of pods out there. I don't listen to many of them, but there are a lot of pods out there with parents, you know, attempting to untangle the knots of being parents. Uh, But I have a real problem there in that I do not want to talk about my kids in public because... I don't have their permission to talk about them. So that's a, that's a real tricky one. How do you talk about stuff that's important to talk about? Because, okay, I'll give you one example, and I hope to God that this isn't oversharing. And, and, and I apologize to my kids in advance if it turns out that this is. But an area where... Ioni and I are struggling as parents, and this has been going on for a long time, is uh, sleep. Uh, one kid in particular struggles with sleep, and that results in us not getting a lot of sleep, Ioni in particular. And uh, last year, about a month ago, last, last, last December, uh, I was working in the university, so uh, I have recently uh, started working in a new area as an actor and as an artist, and I love it. Uh, and I'll talk about it another time. Again, this is another area where I'd have to find out what's uh, acceptable <laughs> in uh, sharing publicly and what's not. But uh, I I get to do this really cool work uh, with... Um, uh, Goa University Hospital in um, doctor training and nurse training where I role play as a, as a patient uh, with, um, for trainee doctors and trainee nurses um, I'll talk about it another time it's, it's brilliant work and it's, it's 
it's uh it was something I was nervous about doing because I have this uh reluctance to take on work that how do I explain this that might in any way I don't know undermine the art I think that in any way commercializes the art that in any way isn't exactly the art that I want to make that is using the skills I have as a, as as an actor and a performer but not towards making art but towards something else uh But but this work, I'm very glad that I tried it and took it on because it does, it provides me with really interesting work and it really is interesting work. But it also, I think, hopefully, provides the students with... Uh, a valuable experience as well as they learn how to become doctors and nurses. Anyway, I was uh, working at this uh, last month in the university and on a break I got talking to one of the instructors uh, who was running the day, uh, helping run the thing. And we just, you know, we're chatting about our lives. And I mentioned uh, that um, I mentioned that I was tired because the kids were under the weather, that there was that 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 they were dosed and that they hadn't slept very well, and so I hadn't slept too well the night before, and. Um, I was kind of running on fumes a bit. Uh, I, me- I I mentioned this to her because she had mentioned having kids of her own, and her kids are older than mine. Uh, and she said something. I can't remember exactly what she said, uh, but um, whatever it was she said, or it might have been just the vibe I got off this woman, uh, I decided to tell her the truth. And I went... Do you know what? I said, they're actually not under the weather. I said, there's no one sick. We have a problem with uh, sleep in our house. One of the kids in particular struggles to sleep through the night. And it's been going on forever. (laughs) And she said, oh, I had that problem. We had that problem. Her and her husband had that problem with one kid in particular. And she, she said something truly profound for me she said there's something about not getting enough sleep it changes you (sighs) wow it changes you she said and my god that's true um we're nearly up in the hour now but uh but then she said something, or, or it's not that she said something else. We talked about it. And one of the things we talked about it, I said, isn't it interesting that I felt at first like I couldn't tell you, oh, you know, we have a problem with sleeping in our house. I, I had to uh, dress it up in a, in a little lie. I had to say, oh, last night was a bad night because, you know, the kids are under the weather. And she said, yep. She says, I, I recognize that. I, I can see why you did that. She says, it's... it's This problem that, you know, that my family are going through, she says, it's extremely common. Extremely common. But for some reason, we... Or for a multitude of reasons, we feel like... We can't, as parents, a lot of us feel like we can't say it because we f- feel maybe like 
we're the only ones it's happening to. Therefore, there's something wrong with us as parents. We're failures, basically. We've fucked up somewhere along the line, and we're the reason why this is happening. We're, we've done it to ourselves, sort of thing. So there's shame right there. And and in order to to be able to say out loud, well, you know, this is happening to us as parents, we got to be vulnerable. Um. But the, the, the irony is, of course, that unless you do share that truth, unless all of us share that truth, the less chance you are, as a parent, of finding out that, oh, hang on, we're not the only ones that are going through this. And that this is far more common than we realized. And you hear other parents' stories and you go, ah. Oh, and it's, it's a bit of a relief, you know, you're like, you, you have a community all of a sudden again. And also you have, um, there's, there's less likelihood of one blaming oneself or taking on the, the guilt of the problem if you find out that, oh, Jesus, lots of people have to put up with this, have gone through this. Not to mention... The other side of it, which is that, now this isn't always a good thing, but, you know, people can say, well, here's something that worked for us. Might necessarily work for you guys, but have you considered this? And sometimes you do get, hear an idea that goes, jeez, we never thought of that. So this is why the question of what to share and what not to share is very, very difficult. Because I can't parse the reticence. I can't. I, I struggle to 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 distinguish between good reasons not to share versus the wrong reasons or, or bad reasons not to share. This is very meta, though, because. As I come back to the house now, I have to now decide whether or not to share this. But I think I will. I am going to risk it. Because why? And that's the thing. Why? Why? Like, I could have these talks... I could go for a long walk and have a talk with somebody like Sita, for instance, when we get a chance. And I don't have to fucking record it and turn it into a goddamn podcast. So why, why, why is that step? Why am I doing that step? I think, I hope it's for, for a good reason. I think the reason why is that I, um, as an artist... Also, just as a person, feeling cut off a bit from the world. Cut off from other adult company, other than my brilliant wife. And I... I want to find people. People, not just people to to collaborate with in the making of art you know or other projects like I talked about early on in an early episode and it may have been the first episode where I talked about the open source intelligence uh, stuff that I would like to explore but also just to find people to hang out with and I, I I'm wondering if it's possible that let's say I keep making a pod uh, like this every week, but also start bringing other people in, which is one of the goals that I want to... I don't know how to do that, by the way, but um, bringing other people in and having conversations with other people that it might find an audience that might help me find other people to collaborate with and to hang out with. And even that... Saying that out loud 
I feel like a bit of a fucking idiot, even saying that much out loud. There's some foolish part of me that thinks there's something wrong about me wanting people to hang out with. Like, how bonkers is that? What? What better thing is there than companionship and friendship and company? And yet, there's part of me that feels mm, somehow like there's something weak about me that, 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 that I would want that. Or that I would even say that I want it out loud. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm more fucking crazy than I ever realized. Anyway, thank you, whoever you are, for listening to this, if you have listened to this. Um, and I will... Uh, the John Rogers Show, by the way, which started back last Friday, is on every Friday morning live at 10am, johnrogersshow.com. That's my um, radio show where I play music and I chat to whoever's listening. And then this, uh, the John Rogers Talk Show, which is a pod that I broadcast on the same johnrogersshow.com channel every Monday night at 8pm. I record it at uh, around 3pm on a Monday and then broadcast it at 8pm and then I um, upload it as a podcast and you can find it. Just look for John Rogers Talk show anywhere you uh, listen to podcasts. Uh, With the exception of Apple Podcasts, because I still haven't figured out what the hell is that weird glitch that won't let me upload it to their servers. But anyway, thank you for listening to this meandering uh, thought salad. (laughs) Uh, And I will be live on the air Friday morning, and there will be another John Rogers talk show um a week from now um so for me and bonnie girl mahagad girl mahagav and the